Coming up on this episode of Complete Estate Planning, what do you do for those things that you don't have full control over yet? That stuff you own, but you can't actually decide what happens to it. Those are, there are strings attached that you can't get around. Well, we'll tell you how we handle those things, like stock options and family businesses, on today's episode. That's coming up. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Well, glad to have you on another episode of Complete Estate Planning. I'm Ben George with Nick Rosenbauer, estate planning attorney, the owner of the Rosenbauer Law Office there in the greater Cincinnati area. You can find them online at CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. Nick, how are you today? Oh, doing good. Doing good. It's uh, it's fall. Uh, we're a couple, actually tomorrow's Halloween for as far as when we're recording this. So we're kind of uh, getting the long sleeves out, right? Um, kind yeah. of getting that cold weather um, and then, you know, transitioning. Soccer season is over and then you know, basketball is going to start up. They got a little like basketball thing that they do for the kids at the YMC. I don't know if it's technically a team. It almost seems more like a basketball camp for for the kids, uh, which will be which will be good. Um, so we're we're transitioning here um, yeah. in in more ways than one. Uh, Chicoletta's. Uh, we flew. We were like uh, the the undefeated New England Patriots. Um, <laughs> I and know how that just, ended. Yeah, we yeah, we ended kind of the same way. Uh, it just uh, it just sort of uh, crashed and burned mm. uh, this past weekend for our last uh, uh, for our last game. And I don't, I'm not going to blame the coaching, but um, there was one kid on the team we played against who's just a monster. He's bigger than any kid I've seen in the league. He's faster than Adam or like our because we had a couple kids pretty fast, and no one stood a chance. Mm. Um, and they didn't even have enough players, Ben. Like I guess like the coach had to leave during the middle of the year, and like their kid didn't play as well. Mm-hmm. So like I had to loan them players, and I gave them one of our best players. They could oh this way it'll be fun, and and we don't want to you know, kind of pile on to these kids who, you know, literally don't even have a full team. Yeah. Yeah, that was a mistake. Um, part, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man. It was ugly. But I'll tell you what, when you have a kid who's faster than everyone, stronger than everyone, he can run you down. Like he'll, you know, he can catch up to you. And when he's got the ball, no one's catching up to him. Um, so it, um, we got boat raced, um, so we were we were undefeated. Everything was great. My my wife thought it was hilarious, you know, because I was sitting here saying, "Oh yeah, we do this. We're, you know, we haven't lost a game, and you know, our kids are doing great. I'm so proud of them, you know, and Adam's doing great, and all of our kids are. And then just, bam, you mm-hmm. know, the the last game of the season against the team that doesn't even have enough kids. Uh, and we just got slaughtered <laughs> and, uh, our kids like didn't even want to play at the end of the game. They were like sulking and like not happy. And it was also like cold and rainy, yeah. which, you know, for three and four year olds is not great. Like they don't want to be out there anyway. 
but what's yeah, the message we were, here? Lesson we learn, kids: we don't help out the opposition. We <laughs> yeah, just make right. them suffer, no matter what. Exactly. I would have been like, nope. I need all my players. Um, it's it's your responsibility to field a team. <laughs> um, and if you only have two kids out there, I'm still putting three out there. Um, or uh, scouting in advance. If I would have known that they have literally the best player in the league by a mile, I don't know. Or maybe I should have asked for his birth certificate. Maybe it's like, don't they always have those scandals in the Little League World Series where, yeah. you know, this kid's like a dominant pitcher and it turns out he's like 17. Right. You know. It pops and, up and every they, now and then. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. We got smoked. Um, we got cocky, I guess. Um but uh, gotta hand it to them. They had they had one kid that uh, that made all the difference. But it was fun. Uh, the kids did awesome. I was super proud of them, and they all want to play next year. And they were all asking me. It was really cute. They all said, "Hey, Coach Nick, can you coach me again next year? Because um, I want to play again." So I said, "You know what? All jokes aside, that's that's it right there." Yeah, that's you know, awesome. kids had fun. They want to play again. Mission accomplished. Yep. Well done, Nick. It's not about the wins and losses always. Well, when you're undefeated, you can say it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but you know, but we, but we told him, and and I kind of, kind of told him during the game. I said, guys, that kid's pretty fast. You got to try and stop him. And they said we can't. I'm like, well, can't argue with that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got nothing here, coach. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm like, you're right. I've been watching. <laughs> No. Uh, but but no it was it, it was fun um and so now we're going to see what this uh and i'm not sure what they're going to do i'm assuming they won't do 10 foot rims for four-year-old right you can't you can't even get the ball up that high yeah no i don't think so so we'll find out uh, how all that goes but okay. it'll be fun the kids all had fun the kids all want to do it again so that's awesome Great. and uh you know now on to the colder weather sports i guess yeah well, very good. Thanks for the update on Team Chicoletta. You'll have to go back to past episodes to, to hear how the season developed, but uh, now you got the payoff there, so we appreciate that. All right, Nick, let's jump into our today's conversation. Again, if you have questions for Nick, you can call 513-463-6789 or log on CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. There's an option there to schedule a call with Nick, schedule a meeting right through the website. Easiest way to do that. All right, Nick, so we're talking about these things that you can't control, right? Uh, things that you don't have full control over yet. Not not necessarily you can't control, but things you don't have full control over yet. I think stock options comes to mind because you see this one a lot, right? Because of, of some of the businesses in your area. Uh, correct. So there are uh, a number of large companies around us um, who, as an employer, they provide uh, kind of extra employee benefits, one of them being stock options. And they're awesome. It is extra money. I'm sure there's tax benefits for everyone involved. And it's basically like bonus programs for, you know, executives and, and employees, but there's always strings attached. Okay. So it's not the same as, hey, I added an extra hundred dollars to your paycheck. The money's in your bank account do whatever you want. Okay. Um, but it's also not just stock. Here's a share of stock. Keep it, sell it. I don't care. Okay. So I, I like to rope this in. I've had some other people talk to recently. If they have like a closely held company or a family business um, where there are strings attached, so to speak, and there's two, 
to pieces to that one while you're still alive, what you can and cannot do with your asset, which I say your asset in quotations because you don't really have full control over it. And then obviously it'll beg the question of the inheritance side. Okay, once I'm gone, what planning can be done? Who can it be left to uh, and how? So again, uh, a lot of these things here are tricky. You got to be super careful about them. And sometimes, you know, Ben, there's, I have to have conversations with my clients and say, look, they don't really let you do anything. So just be aware if something happens to you tomorrow, that's in trouble. But, you know, we can at least talk about, hey, when can you fix it? When can you protect it? When can you save it? So I know it sounds odd, but yeah, we're looking mostly at stock options or benefits that have not completely vested yet or you haven't completely earned them. Um, and then, like I said, family and small businesses as well. A lot of times there's they put restrictions in place so you don't end up with anyone down the street becomes a forced business partner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of top of the list. I know that um, that that you had up there as you're kind of talking through these things you can't control. Uh, what else do we need to kind of touch on with this topic? Well, let's let's start with kind of you know a couple things to at least watch out for while you're still alive. So there's two different pieces of this. One, if like you haven't completely vested or completed the, I guess, earning period, so to speak. Um, Think of it like a cell phone and it's still charging, right? It's got some battery, but it's not all the way to 100% yet. In that case, a lot of times there's nothing you can do. It is just, and, and the company will have some sort of a, here's what happens if you die while you're still vesting or if you haven't fully vested yet. It's good to know what that is, just so you're aware. But a lot of times, there's really not a lot of arrangements that can be made. Um, And then once they are vested or earned, then, and again, you don't always get good answers here, but at least you might have options. So what can be sold? Do you have to hold on to things for a while? Like stock options, sometimes you have to hold them for a year or five years or 10 years. And usually a big company has much different rules than a small company. Okay, if it was, you know, one of the one of the big companies here, they they have this stock, they don't really care. You know, but if it's something where it's Rosenbauer Law Office and I'm the sole shareholder and I bring on a partner, we're going to have a very specific conversation about what my partner can do with his half and or her half of the company. Okay, there's going to be a lot of rules on what can be sold, who it can be sold to, um, or how long you have to hold on to the shares. Um, and then also, depending on the amount or the value, you know, is it something where you can get your money right away? Or is it something, hey, there's going to be a long-term payout. If you die and you're the 50% owner of the company, the company will buy you out, but they have 10 years to do so to make payments. Okay. Um, and then also, is there a restriction on what can be done Uh, with the proceeds or the money, or, hey, we'll be paying you out, but you're not allowed to cash in for five years, uh, just as an example. So you're going to be really careful on that. Now, you do want to take this as far as you can, because you don't want to sit here and just completely ignore these, because a lot of times, you know, Ben, if you have a bunch of stock options in Apple or P&G, that could be worth some real money. 
So we don't want to sit here and just ignore a decent chunk of your nest egg. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you want to look into, can these be moved into your trust? Okay. A lot of times that's not allowed, but sometimes there's an exception in there. Well, if it's a trust that's set up by you and you still are in charge of the trust, they'll let you do it. Sometimes. Okay. But that's something you want to keep in mind. And the, the second thing here would be, is it something you can transfer to a spouse or a family member? Um, sometimes within like family businesses, they'll let you do that. Hey, as long as it's in the family, we'll let you do something like that. Um, a lot of, you know, if it's like a family business, sometimes you'll get that exception. Um, and then for small businesses, you know, sometimes, Ben, you've heard things of the old owner, you know, kind of brings the new people on board like a slow transition before they die. You know, so like you know, maybe you're you're gifting or selling shares through life for family-owned business. Maybe this is 30 years from now, and let's say both of my kids want to take over Rosenbauer Law Office. You know, maybe I would give each of them so many shares each year, but not all at once because I don't want to retire or quit yet. But you're slowly passing the torch as opposed to, well, dad died, now they own the company, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and so a lot of times a more calm or a more planned transition, you know, again, for these small held businesses, um, is usually a better way to go about it as opposed, you know, kind of slowly landing the plane, so to speak. So sometimes that's through gifting shares while you're alive or selling shares, you know, to the next generation, kind of transferring it on, okay? So a lot of it, Basically, know what you can and cannot do with your shares or your ownership options while you're alive. Uh, a lot of times, if the battery's not fully charged, if you haven't earned it, you're stuck. Once it is, there's still usually strings attached, so be very careful about it. But Ben, all I'm saying is know what you can and can't do, even if it's something where you say, I know my estate plan's taken care of. But those shares of Apple, man, if something happens to me before I get that squared away or cashed in, I know that's going to be a problem. Okay. okay, so I think being aware of it is is at least two-thirds of the battle. Do you think most people are aware of this, or is this an issue that you typically see that people have maybe not ignored but just maybe were naive about? Well, it, pe people, yeah, pe people are not aware of it. Um, the number of times I've sat down with people and we look at their accounts and assets and, hey, what do we need to deal with to plan? And then all of a sudden I say, hey, you know if something happened to you tomorrow, here's what happens. The company has a policy for this and you can't change it, okay, because that can be tough. Or, you know, one of the other things I've told people is, hey, as soon as you can sell this, you need to sell it so you can get the money, put it in your bank account and protect it. As long as you leave things kind of hanging out in the air, you can run into big problems. Okay, so at least know what you can do and when you can do it. Now, obviously, if it's a family business, much better chance you can have a conversation about, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, brother. I talked to my lawyer just from an estate planning or inheritance planning issue, and he thinks there could be trouble if something happened and one of us died. Uh, before it was expected, these things aren't taken care of. Maybe we should talk to him about getting that addressed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, obviously, if you have your Apple stock options, 
what are you going to do? You're going to call up Apple headquarters. You know, you think they care. Hmm, so right. something to keep in mind, right? Now, you're probably saying, all right, Nick, let's get to the actual estate planning portion of this and what happens when I'm gone. Um, well, the first thing is you need to find out, like if it's a closely held business or a family business, if the shares are going to be absorbed by the company. Okay, so, you know, versus passed down to whomever. And obviously for Apple, you know, or P&G, this is not the case. But for Rosenbauer Law Office, if there were three owners, if I, you know, if my kids decided to go to law school and then they became owners with me, there'd be really strict rules about who could become a co-owner of that firm. Because you don't want random people becoming your business partners. Who can inherit? Um, and a lot of times, if they're just sold or absorbed by the company, then you're going to get a check or your estate is going to get a check. That's actually way easier because hopefully you can just designate a beneficiary for the buyout or the sale proceeds of your shares. The check goes to them and it's done. Okay, they're not attached to it anymore. Don't need to worry about it. Now, when the shares are not automatically sold or absorbed by the company, that's when you run into problems. Um, you know, first off, what restrictions are there on who can inherit the shares? My guess is, you know, you would want to decide, here's who I want to receive my equity in the company. Mm -hmm. But you may not get to do that. Um, and then, do they want it? Okay, you know, what if, uh, what if I pass away and I give both of my kids 50-50 ownership of Rosenbauer Law, and one of them doesn't want it? What if one of them says, I don't want to be a lawyer, Dad? Okay, now what? All right, so, so something like that you need, to take, uh, you need to take some consideration to. Now, if it's, share, if it's stock options for Apple, you don't need to worry about it. They don't have anything to do. There's no ongoing requirements of owning Apple stock options. You just hit the button and sell them whenever you want. Right. Okay, that's way easier. So these big companies that give you know, stock options and executive compensation plans, you don't need to worry about running the business. But for small businesses, you absolutely do. And then, you know, is the inheritor allowed to sell the shares or do they need to hold on to them? Okay, again, it kind of depends on how the company's set up. Um, and also you want to make sure, uh, and we've talked about this for beneficiaries and trust funding, you want to see if there's any restrictions on incorporating this in your estate plan naming someone a beneficiary or trust as a beneficiary. Okay, so find that out. And I will tell you another thing to keep in mind, and this doesn't become a big problem with stock options at big companies, okay? Because I can look on my phone and find out what P&G or Apple stock is worth. That's super easy to find out. Yeah. But what, what about 100 shares of Rosenbauer Law Office? What the heck's that worth? Mm-hmm. Tough to find, too, right? Right. So, you know, in a closely held, mostly a family business is where you'll see this. How are those shares valued? Okay, if I die and it says all of my shares are bought by the company and my wife gets a check, how do we decide what that check is for? Okay, now this should be addressed in the company. So, like, the company's organizational documents they should absolutely have a 
here's how that's taken care of. And if they don't, that is a huge red flag. Um, and in addition to that, details about the payout. You know, is this all paid at once? Does the company have time to make payments? And, hey, we're going to pay you out over the next 5, 10, 15 years. Okay, you know, if my wife's 93 years old when I die and she's not getting a check right now, okay, that's way different. Um, and, and one of the things to think about here, Ben, this can become a real burden on family businesses because what if they don't have $300,000 in cash lying around to buy these shares out? Yeah. You know, it could make them go under. Okay, so you got to be careful about all of that. And again, Ben, this is one what if leading to another, leading to another. But understand what you can and cannot do while you're alive, whether it's stock, stock options, ownership in a small business, what have you. Understand when that transitions from I can't do anything to I do have control. And also understand, hey, what arrangements can I make for when I die, I would like someone or a trust or something to inherit my shares. Okay, so just know the rules. And then typically, you can come up with the best of a, of a tough situation. I'm not going to say it's going to be perfect, because a lot of times there's strings attached. But know what you can, uh, and what you can't do. Uh, and then at least gives you the best, uh, uh, at least gives you the best options here. All right. Very good. A lot to think through for these situations. And again, you won't always rely on an attorney to help you take you through that process. So log on CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. Schedule a meeting with Nick there. You can also call the office as well if you prefer to do that. It's 513-463-6789. Anything else, Nick, you want to add in here before we wrap up? The one last thing I would say, and this is probably going to stick out, You'd be surprised, especially for these small businesses, they do not have all of these what-ifs taken care of. They don't have the rules for the inheritance, the succession, the estate planning options. Make sure you read everything very carefully. Of course, the lawyer would say that. And if there's anything that you don't know or you look at it and say, hey, this doesn't talk about this at all, Address those shortcomings while you're alive. Don't just say, well, when I die, my family will figure it out. Okay, it's worth looking through. And this is an asset. You know, Ben, if you have 10 shares in Rosenbauer Law Office, that is an asset. That is something you've earned. That is something that has value. So make sure you know what can and cannot be done. And there's no unpleasant surprises. Okay, again, conversation needs to be had while you're alive. Very good. So don't waste any time. Get that conversation started. If you need an attorney to speak with, again, Nick can be found online at CincinnatiEstatePlan.com, along with all of our podcasts and a lot of other resources and tools for you when it comes to estate planning. Well, we thank you for being a part of Complete Estate Planning, a new podcast coming every two weeks. So hit subscribe wherever you listen. And Nick, we'll talk to you then. All right. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your day and have a great Halloween. The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.